my name's uh, Dan Billen, and uh, my wife Rosa and I have been going to church here for, uh, how long has it been, a year, Is it? since last October. Uh, I wanted to uh, share my testimony with the church for a while, and my wife brought it up a couple weeks ago, so I figured that I should do it. Anyway, so I... Uh, Went up to Mike, and he told me, gave me the go-ahead, so here I am. I'm kind of nervous, so uh, when I get nervous, you might hear a lot of likes and you know, so I'm just going to warn you right up front. <laughs> I might be stumbling through a lot of those. Anyway, uh, I was raised in a Christian home, and <clears throat> my mom and dad were both believers, and so I was raised in a Christian church, going to youth group and things like that. Um, when I was a freshman in high school, I was 14 years old, I uh, got diabetes, which was a weird life-changing event because um, I was forced I was forced to uh, have a lot more self-control, and it kind of it gave me a weird uh, sense of mortality that I think a lot of other kids at 14 don't have because I knew that, I don't know, I knew everything. All of a sudden, I knew things were temporary. <coughs> anyway, I, uh, I began to struggle with my belief in God when I got into high school later on. And I think, I've never really been able to pinpoint where that came from, but... Uh, I just started having struggles at home. I would I would talk with my dad, and I would just tell him how I didn't know. I don't know. It's it's so weird to talk about. I don't know how to say it. But anyway, it it, it led into a rebellious time because, and I think that might have been one of the components of my doubting God was that I just kind of wanted to do what I want at that time, you know. And I was about I think that was when I was. It was a couple years after I got diabetes. I was 16 or so. Um, about that time, I met Rosa, who was, uh, nobody probably knows this, but she was pretty rebellious back then, too. She was, she hung out with punk rockers, which are the people with the crazy hair and crazy everything. And this is really weird, but I looked at Rosa as uh, kind of almost as my ticket to, I don't know, get in with the rebellious cool crowd or whatever. So when we started dating, it was a totally different story than how it is now. It was like, a, I don't know, I've, I've heard it described as a pagan love. I mean, we weren't, we had both been raised Christians, but I think we were both going away from that for some reason, for just to be rebellious or whatever. Anyway, um, I also started a band at that time. It was called Student Union. It was a uh, kind of a high school band and what we didn't we weren't really super rebellious and we didn't sing about anything really bad but we weren't singing about God we were just kind of singing about I had some songs about aliens and I I had things like that things that didn't, weren't really I don't know weren't, weren't that deep it wasn't that deep anyhow <laughs> my high school years were rough I I uh I didn't treat my parents that good. I 
I chose not to respect them for a couple years at the tail end of my high school, and I, uh, I don't know, it's like looking back on it, I'm more embarrassed than ashamed, and I, I think it's just part of growing up, but that's the time when I really, I don't know, just kind of turned my back on what I knew was right, um, and when I was a senior in high school, tail end of my senior year, we found out that my mom had cancer, and that was that was probably the most life-changing event for me because when we found out she had cancer, everything was, uh, all the things I had been doing, all the, I don't know, the way I had been living and the, the cool, rebellious things I was doing all just melted away like in an instant. And when I, when I knew that my mom might die, they told her at that, at that time she had three months to live, when when we were faced with that, it's like I just fell on my knees just before God, and that was when I just gave it all up, recommitted my life to God that day. And ever since then, things were so different because in my family, I think maybe through my, my rebellious time or whatever, we had all kind of started growing apart from each other. And... I, and it was just it was just weird, but when my mom got sick, we just came close together before God, my whole family, all at the same time, and it was just uh, it was really the best time because I I abandoned all the junk I had been doing, and it was really just a miracle. I think God used my mom getting sick to bring me to that point. Anyway, I was still in the band that I talked about earlier, and I knew that. Um, I knew that that probably wasn't what I was supposed to be doing because I didn't feel like I wanted to. I wanted to start following God through my music, and I didn't think that that band was really where I should be. So I came to the conclusion I should break up that band. So I wrote the guys a letter and said, "I'm sorry. I want to. I need to move in a different direction." And at that point, I got. Uh, I found some other Christian guys. Jared Bose, who's here, my brother, who had been in the band before as a keyboardist, but this time he was a main member, and we found another guy who was also a Christian, and we began just writing Christian music, and when we started doing that, uh, the music just, it was, it was unbelievable, because the songs before that were so shallow, these were starting to get so deep, and the music was starting to be so much more complex, and it, it was funny, because um, I, I, it must have just been God working through our music, through our lives. Anyway, um, I have a song I'm going to play from, from that time so you can get a feel for what was going on. Uh, Chad, do you want to come up? I'm going to have Chad uh, play the bon- bongo <laughs> for me. Is that called a bongo? Jimbe. Jimbe. I'll sit right here. Oh, I'll sing into this too. I wrote this song when 
uh, about a year after my mom was diagnosed with cancer. And um, this song is called I'm Not Alone. And it's really, it's a simple song, but it's probably the most emotional for me because it was, it was a real breakthrough at that time in my life. Oh, I'm going to put an overhead up with the words so you can... How do you turn this thing on? Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I've never been much of a speaker. It's really hard for me. And the, the funny thing is, it's really my music that I can speak the best through. So I figured I'd work a few songs in here to, <laughs> I don't know, because <laughs> I, I've actually never spoken, so anyway, I might be a little disorganized, is what I'm trying to say.
If I stayed sitting down, would that be okay? Okay, gosh, feels a lot. Okay. Anyway, that, that song, uh, to me, shows a lot about my relationship with God at that time. And, uh, and... Every time I hear that song, it brings back all the emotions from that time in my life and all the, everything, all the smells, all the, the, the old house we used to live in, and anyway, it's a really emotional song for me. It was a real landmark in my life at that time. Uh, let's see. Okay. My mom, they had only give her, gave her three months to live when she got diagnosed with cancer, I wrote that song about a year later, and my mom went into remission. She started getting uh, better. Her signs were going away, and it was just a miracle. And as uh, as she, it's our, our family relate. The relationships in our family got better. Uh, the songs got better. Everything was was just great. And then my mom began to. Uh, the cancer started to come back about two, two and a half years later, and she was, uh, she started slowly going back downhill to where she had been, and I haven't mentioned Rosa much in this, because through this time, I'd spent a lot of time with my family, and I, I, I don't want to say I neglected Rosa, but we were, we just kind of lived our own separate lives through this time, even though we were still dating, you know. Uh, I, I got engaged, I got engaged to Rosa, I think it was before my mom started to get sick again, and uh, a strange thing about, about when Rosa and I were engaged is, we, we were both, we had both rededicated our lives, we were both Christians, but for some reason we never, come together on this. It, there was like a an awkward awkwardness. For some reason, like I would feel awkward to pray in front of her. So we just kind of, we didn't even really talk about it. And I know this, that's really foolish now that I think back on it, but even when we were first engaged, we hadn't, I didn't know if we were spiritually on the same page. We hadn't even really brought it up. Um, anyway, as as my mom began to get more sick i uh it was it was a time when she was really sick i went to i'm trying to get this chronologically right so i don't have to backtrack we i went to a a christian singing sing along thing with rosa at ku and we were we were supposed to be married what was it 4 or 5 months from from this time, and we had been engaged already for months, like maybe four or five months we'd been engaged. I remember driving home, and for some reason, all of a sudden, we, I don't, I, I, I guess God must have just 
laid it on our hearts to just open up to each other about spirituality, and we realized we were on the exact same page, which was really weird because we had we had just pushed it aside for so long. And I feel like God had taken Rosa and I, who started out as just rebellious little teenagers in high school, brought us to the same place, and it, it really was a miracle. And uh, it really helped me to have Rosa through this time when Mom was sick, and I just felt unsure about things. Um, let me think. We, uh, okay, I wanna, I'm going to get to, let's see. Okay, a couple months later, my mom passed away, and it was, it was just two, a couple months before we were to get married, and Mom had been planning a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the wedding she had done she had done so much for us and she wanted to be there so bad but she she uh passed away before the wedding could happen and we uh it, it's it's hard to talk about because i want to i want to paint the right picture of how it happened when when my mom passed away we didn't feel like God had abandoned us. We felt like God was there and God comforted us. And my family, even though we cried a lot, we felt that, and even though she had died a couple months before the wedding, which seemed like, I mean, some people I'm sure would feel just ripped off that she couldn't be there. We felt, we felt God's hand in the whole thing. We felt God's peace. And um, when Rose and I, when the wedding rolled around, it was it was really bittersweet because we had just had a funeral two months before that, you know, and then we were getting married. So it was almost like all the same people that were at the funeral were at the wedding, and it was kind of an extension of the funeral, it seemed like. It was kind of almost a memorial. So it was really bittersweet. The whole time, the whole mi- when Rose and I were married, I felt kind of like I was just in a daze, you know, I was just dreaming. Anyway, after 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 we were married, we came back and lived with my dad for a while because um, we just felt that he he was going to be in, in our house, you know, all not all alone. Well, I think Sam was going off to school. Rose and I just wanted to be there for him. So we, we lived in the house with him for a while, and uh, that was a time when just late late talks every night just really just leaning on God. We had God was all we had at that moment because mom was gone, who was a big spiritual provider for our family. And anyway, it it's weird, but it was a really great time when we lived there. Uh months passed. Rose and I decided we should uh we should go go get an apartment and just, you know, be married for a while. And Dad met someone and started dating, which uh, a year later or something, Carla, who he's married to now. And um, so Dad, you know, started over. We started over. And I'm going to go back to the band. What we had done in, in the, the band was, as I, as Rose and I started over and... All these things were happening. Dad ended up selling the house, which was a place the band had practiced, and it was kind of our home base, so we didn't have anywhere to go. We were like an orphan band. And we went, we, we practiced in this uh, shelter space down by the 
River. I guess there was an article in the paper about this a couple days ago. I don't know if you saw it. But anyway, it's like the store, a storage shelter, literally like under these bridges down by the river, like really dangerous part of town. But anyway, it, it was it was so low. It was like the lowest. I I wasn't. I had lost interest in the band, and I had. I was thinking that maybe the music wasn't something I was supposed to do, even though it had always been uh, such a major thing for me. And I knew, I, I, well, I felt God wanted, wanted me in music. Anyway, um, I, I wanted to become a family man. I wanted to, you know, have the real job, have kids, concentrate on Rosa, maybe take off from the band and uh, go... I don't know if I wanted to go solo or maybe or what. But anyway, it was, there was about a week when I was for sure I was going to quit the band because nothing had happened with the band in so long. And, he, and I didn't, I felt like I wasn't getting any kind of confirmation that's what I should be doing. So um, I, went, I went out, I don't know, this, this might sound weird, but I went out on this long walk. I walked for miles. And just prayed and said, "God, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put the band aside. You know, is this something I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to Am I supposed to just give this up, even though it's been my dream? You know, because I will. I'll give it up. I want to concentrate on Rosa. Maybe I can, you know, finish school, get a real job. I was I was ready to give it all up. And it had been a long time since we'd had any encouragement with the band. It seemed like it was just fizzling out. Anyway, when I got home. I got home, I sat down on the couch, and the phone rang, and I picked it up, and it was the record label in California, and it had been, I don't know, it had been maybe a year since we had heard anything from anybody, and I thought the band was dead, and the guy immediately said, we have plans for you to come to California and record this album, and I was like, what? Because it was just, at that, it was like that, and I know things usually don't work like that, and I know... We're not supposed to expect things to work like that, but it was amazing. It was a miracle. I couldn't believe it. It was the biggest, like, green light I've ever had. So, um, I we did it. A month later, we were in California recording the album, and uh, it's it's going to mean a lot of sacrifices because I have to I have to put aside my dream of I mean of family, real job. For now, you know, and just, we're going to, we put aside a year, um, we're going to see if, what happens. Anyway, I, I wanted to play some songs off the album we did in California so you could hear, hear where we are now. Uh, this song, let's see, what do I have? Um, this song I wrote about my mom, and I'm going to, I'm just going to play it off the album that I have here. How am I doing on time? So... Okay.
My mom and I had got to the point where I feel almost like we were best friends before she died, and it was, it was an amazing turnaround from when, in high school, I just, I don't know, I disrespected her. I, it, was, it was almost a, like a prodigal son thing, and I, I was allowed the chance for, she lived for three years after she was diagnosed. I got the chance to redeem myself, to really grow in a, a new relationship with her, and uh, be spiritual with her, um, and when when she died, it was like it was like being stuck in the twilight zone. I, I couldn't figure out what was going on because honestly, you don't understand. Uh, you really don't understand your own mortality till you actually see someone that's close to you die, and it really. I mean, I felt I felt like it aged me so much just in, in my, because number one, when I, when I got diabetes when I was 14, I felt like that aged me to maybe 20, you know, <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody, I feel like when my mom died, I was, you know, old, like, like 30. yeah, 30s, at least early 30s, no, <laughs> anyway, um, and I, I felt the the person I felt the most for was Dad because he I could never imagine losing Rosa I couldn't I can't even fathom it and uh, I I just trusted in God that Dad would be okay anyway Dad sent Carla I mean God sent Carla into Dad's life and uh, it it's been it's been so great because uh, she's a believer. She was somebody that, um, wrote her, oh man, her daughter's, her daughter, my stepsister now, was Rose's best friend growing up. So, and I, and I knew them. I, I kind of grew up with them too, in a way. So we, we already knew her. We, we knew she was a believer. Um, it was, it was so great to have her step in when things seemed so bad and have dad's mood go from, way down to being happy again. 
at the same time, it was still like being in the twilight zone because I just kept thinking, where's mom? You know, where's mom? It was just kind of, it's hard to sort things like that out. Anyway, in my process of sorting this out, I wrote this song that I, I just played, and I wrote another song for my dad that I've never, he's never heard, I've never even played it for him. I was just going to play it today because I wrote these, could have been the same day, I think. They just kind of, they were like a, a couple songs. They went together. Oh man, it's too it's too big. <laughs> somebody could somebody move it or something? Okay. Let's get in my car I'll take you to a place we used to go It's not far from here But it's still a drive It's been a while When you taught me guitar You taught me more than you'll ever know When you taught me to follow God You saved my life I know you're at where you're supposed to be It's just hard for me to understand Thank you, Dad, for my new family When I can't forget the past, just take my hand I remember the first time I saw you cry Five years old, you were poor and tired You buried your head in a pillow till your eyes were dry Now I've seen you shed a million tears And there was some that I caused, some that I feared There was some that showed me how to be a man And I know short version of it. <laughs> so, uh, um, lately God's been working so much in, in, in our lives. Dad is, Dad's married now, lives out by Shawnee Lake in a new house. Um, we just all got a farmhouse together, the band, Rosa and I. 
and it's kind of out. It's it's on Highway 40 towards Lawrence. Doesn't sound like it would work, but it works. Anyway, um, we were we're leaving for a tour in on Thursday in four days, and it's going to be a three-week tour. Rosa has opted to stay behind to you know stay with her job, allow us to go crazy or whatever <laughs> on the road. Anyway, we brought prayer cards that have prayer requests for us um, while we're on the road. And our, our theme verse, and my kind of theme verse for today is uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Which has kind of been the theme for my life, because when I, when I look to God, it seems like everything lines up. And that's not, that's not all the time for me. A lot of time I'm doing what I think is, is best, and I usually end up just falling flat on my face. Anyway, I, just, uh, I know this is kind of a verse everybody's probably heard a hundred times, but uh, it's really, really important. I want to encourage everybody to just trust in God and everything you do. Um, I, I, think, I think that's about it. I just, I'm, I'm really excited because for the first time ever, this is, a lot of this music's being released to a secular market, and I think it's really, it's really, really going to have an impact because so far, um, almost everybody that's heard it has been touched because there's, uh, there's so much reality in, in our, that we've packed into our music that is just not out there uh, these days, really. And I'm really excited to go on this tour and, uh, to possibly touch people, anyway. In, in a, I mean, we we'll be playing at some churches, but I think we'll even be playing at uh, bars and clubs and things. So it'll be a little bit of everything. So anyway, it's a really really great opportunity, and I just I hope that I just hope that God works through us. Anyway, that's what I have. And would you introduce the rest of the band? Yeah, um, that's my, that's my brother Sam. You guys got to stand up. And there's uh, Jared Bowes and Ken Comia, who's just joined the band uh, recently. He was, before the band, he was just a Christian brother of ours, you know. He, it's a funny story, I'll tell it really quick. He learned drums without telling anybody, kept it hid in his basement. One day we came over and he pulled, like, the tarp off his drums. He knew all our songs. We were like, what? So... We were a three-piece up to that point. Now Ken joined. And how about your prayer cards? Where are they going to be? Do you have? They are on the table. Okay. Thanks for sharing, brothers. Dan sits down with the worship group. Come up, and we want to pray for them before we get going here. Let's let's pray. Lord, I am struck. I remember the uh, cover article in this morning's Capital Journal about a wrestler who had his life planned out uh, to go to college, and a wreck interrupted it. And yet he's found new plans from you, which you had all along. And Lord, whether Dan or Rosa or the rest of the band members thought the band was over or coming or going, the truth is that uh, they, like all of us, our futures are... Today's and our tomorrow's rest solidly in your hands. 
And Father, we don't know what kinds of successes or failures, happiness, disappointments, or whatever are going to accompany the band on the next three weeks and the next year. We do know you, though. And Lord, we know that we can entrust them to your good hand. We do that this morning, Father. We ask that your blessing would be upon them. Lord, we pray that their desire to be used by you, to be meaningfully used in the lives of others, would be fulfilled also. Lord, I think of 2 Corinthians, that when we're weak, we're strong, that it's in the times that uh, life deals hard blows and we feel knocked down that your power is made manifest. And I pray that out of the weakness and out of the hurts and the tragedies, Lord, of Dan and Sam and Rosa and the band members, that you would produce something beautiful and worthy and worthwhile and helpful. Lord, we just commit them again to your care. Put them on our hearts as they need prayer uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, might uh, Rosa feel blessed at home, Lord, and the friendship uh, she has with family and friends here also. And Father, with them, we just commit ourselves again to your good grace. In Jesus' name.